This week, what to do when privilege strikes at the airport. And what to do when your beer suddenly goes sexist. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where your anger isn't valid unless we say it is. That's right. That's right. I am Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the obsequious Phil Causey. Phil. Uh, another word I don't know the meaning of. What does I that mean? Wouldn't. It, it, it actually doesn't, completely is not appropriate, uh, and it doesn't it doesn't make sense in this situation. But I thought the word, I just recently learned the word obsequious. So right, you, it, it came in my head again. So of all the sentences to try to use it in, you try to work into the show this week? Yeah. Was that know, the... It's a great... <laughs> <laughs> All it means is someone who uh, like kind of like kisses butt or being kind of subservient to. So you're, it doesn't apply to you, but um, in some contexts maybe. But yeah, sure, dude. Speaking of work, I'm having a rough week. You ever? No, you you never worked in service that much, right, Sandeep? You've I worked never... at my first job was at Little Caesars. What did you do there again? I was the I made the crazy bread and crazy sauce. Okay. I applied. I I took the crazy bread out of the oven. I cut it into the crazy bread bread uh, strips. And then I applied the crazy sauce. What's the longest shift you ever worked there when you were applying your crazy sauce? Oh, probably six hours. I don't know. So I there's this, this lately at work. Uh, I've, I've been trading shifts with this this coworker of mine who who so we can both have like three days off in a week. So yesterday I worked uh, basic like almost sixteen full hours. Oh my and god! My body like I'm in pretty good shape. My body this morning was aching like fuck. Well, so yeah, that's see, your right job now. your job isn't even it's not like you're at a desk work. You're you're being active. You're no, I'm handling on my feet luggage day. and r- yeah. on your feet running up and all down day. all day. Yeah. Yep. So I, I woke up with with knee pains this morning for the first time in my life. When there is a lull, do you is there a break room where you can just kind of like catch a cat nap or sit down? <laughs> not really. I mean, we're not supposed to do that, right? <laughs> but do you, you do know, that? sometimes if it's slow, but like, that's only if it's slow mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's summertime. So it's not slow. It's, it's pretty damn busy. So yeah, that's, that's how you're talking about kissing ass and it reminded me of work. And that reminded me the day I had yesterday. So here we are. And it's sweltering hot in New York city right now. That did not help either. It is, uh, almost 90 degrees out. Well, how are you say. feeling today? Today's Wednesday. Today. Well, today I fucking was in bed till noon. So it was, uh, you know, and you recovered mostly. Yeah, and this is what it's like. Yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome. This is what it's like to be thirty-one. Just uh, work sixteen hours and then you just need one day to recover. Yeah, just sleeping for an extra two hours and you're totally. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, way to aid to young and age Jamie on the show. Uh, and so let's take a minute to to meet our guest here, Pamela Ray. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pamela. Have you ever done uh, shifts on your feet for sixteen hours straight? Hell no. <laughs> this is gonna be Phil's Hell new pickup no. line. Yeah, that's uh, hey baby. <laughs> You work for 16 hours straight because I do. Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's me. You know, we, we need to get waitresses on the show, damn it, so they can relate to me, unlike you mm-hmm. two, because uh, I'm sure some of them have worked doubles. Well, we had Fran. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys can you should totally text her. I should be like, yeah. So how about standing up all day, huh? Mm-hmm. You have a good day? <laughs> I've good only times. ever had one hourly job where it was like involved real work. <laughs> What was well, that? What, what was that job? Um, I had to pay back my parents for some life choices that I made when I was much younger, and so I. Oh uh, my! I had a parent who owned a barrel making business, and so for a whole summer, for like ten hour days, I had to go make bungs, not bongs, bungs, and it's some kind of what is lit, a bung? No fucking idea to this day. Can I say bad words? But it's some kind yeah. of like thing you put around a barrel head oh like the little metal strips <laughs> i don't know you don't know but i put i reached into the dirty water and then i put the bung around the thing and then in another bucket 
<laughs> what were these life choices that you made? I'm then? not going to get into it. Oh. <laughs> Good ones, fun though. Oh. Good, fun life choices. You know how there's that, that uh, expression, the barrel of monkeys? She stole one. But yeah. in real life, no. Uh, so you are, what's the best way to describe you? You are a, a motivational speaker slash comedian. Would yeah. that be the best way? Yeah, to... like a motivational speaking one woman show comedian and, situation. And, and you're you like are. Chris Farley in yeah. this character. Yeah. I, I, I know you, you tour, right? I do. With this and yeah. you're, it's summertime. Is peak, well, there are two peak seasons and it's summertime and then like February, March. February, no. Okay. So summer. It would be like youth groups and that kind a of thing. A lot of right? summer camps. Yeah, okay. Summer camps, youth. And then February, March, is that just because schools are like, it's oh, like, we're out of programming. Uh, the teachers are getting lazy. Yep. Let's just have somebody talk to the kids it's for an like, hour so we don't have to. Or it's a lot of corporate. A lot of corporate folks hire those two months. Interesting. Yeah. And they let you be funny while you're motivationally speaking? Yeah. Now, is they there seem certain, to like it. Is there a certain thing that you're motivating people to be, or is it just general motivation of like, go the extra mile and do your thing, everybody? So it it like, changes according to the audience, but my main message is like, love the shit out of whoever you are. Like, I talk about mm-hmm. having Tourette's and mm-hmm. being a comedian and like how I learned to like not hate it and then like over time, like, love it. Yeah, and no, with, you, yeah. and you have, so Tourette's, I think a lot of people have like a, a misconception yeah, of because they watch South Park or like Deuce Bigelow. Well, yeah, because people think that Tourette's is just yelling obscenities. And I do that, but not from Tourette's. Right, that's just, just from <laughs> that's just New like York. Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So, so now there's different types of Tourette's, though, right? So you can have like additional Tourette's diagnosis. So most mm-hmm. people with Tourette's have like movements and noises that they make called tics, mm-hmm. not the bugs, like the. Like, like a nervous tick, like yeah, that, yeah. that context. Yeah, that yeah. kind of tick. Mm-hmm. And then some people also have like yell the cuss words, which is uh, corporalia or mm-hmm. like repeating things other people say, which is echolalia. I no, just those really are have pretty rare things. though, right? Yeah. So out of yeah. every four people that have Tourette's, only one of them yells cuss words. Uh, and so you, you, I did as a kid. I was real lucky. You for only a had few a one years. in four shot to get the fun one. I know. I, d- <laughs> I did. I had it as a kid when puberty was at its worst, but. I grew out of it, unfortunately. Well, the beauty is now you can swear at inappropriate times and then just blame the Tourette's. I yeah. do. No one can call you out you on it. I do it. at the airport last week. I got someone's <laughs> face and called her a bitch. And I was like, Tourette's. And I walked away. Like, I've got my card here. Fuck yeah. off, bitch. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Sorry, sorry. You yeah. seem like a lovely person, you fucking cunt. Yeah, then she's on me. my flight. So good work, me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Trump probably sitting right next to you. you know? She wasn't. She's in first class, but I took pictures of her because I was like, oh, I hate case, you and I want to remember your stupid face. Calling her a bitch is warranted then. Fuck, fuck first She's class. She's awful. I've never, I've never done first class ever. Have you done first class, Sandeep? Yes. Of course, of course he has. Fucking, <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> fucking brown privilege. I'm, I hit status on Delta last week. Oh, congratulations. So I'm gonna, thanks. I'm going to start hopefully. Silver? Uh, their lowest level, but I'll hit the next level in three weeks. Nice. Because I have like 18 gold? flights, but uh, I'll hit gold. Okay. No, I, I just hit gold. I'll hit the next one. Oh, platinum. Yeah. Diamond. I don't know what it is. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, I'm not, I have no sound. Sandy was it. actually born in gold class. So that's, uh, that's how that works. <laughs> that's my life so goal. other than your tour, any projects you're working on that are uh, happening right now in the world of Pamela Ray? Oh, God. No, I'm really just on the road. And when I'm not on the road, I'm doing stand up in the city. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you uh, need to get motivated. Oh, and dating. That's a project. <laughs> yeah. I hear you there. It is. It's a part-time job. <laughs> oh, dude, it is. Especially yeah. in New York when you get all the apps and you got to. It's awful. It's to the point now where like if you go on a date with somebody, you'll actually like you'll like them, but then you'll forget to text them for like three weeks and be like, oh, shit, that's right. Because you're just so fucking busy. Also, if you like somebody that you met on an app and you go on a date with them, you're already winning because there's none of the time that I like the person. Like yeah. willing to hook up with? Okay. 
Yeah, no, like I get, them. Mm-mm. I get a lot of that. I get mostly women who just want to hook up and yeah, you know, which hey, you know, is what it is. <laughs> it's better. You're than not being, complaining. Better than being an incel. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so let's. I want to get some outrage, Sandeep. Yes. Okay. Do you want to start in uh, Africa or do you want to start in uh, where was yours again this week? Mine's in South Africa. Oh, we have two African yeah. stories in the same episode. Yeah. Oh, if you want to call South Africa part of Africa. I, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I might be too it's dumb like, to understand that joke. It's like calling Florida part of the South, you know? Yeah. It is. But, have you read news in the Florida but Florida area? is part yeah. of America. <laughs> or Texas. Yeah, you know, like Florida, you know, is, Florida is its own thing. Kinda, culturally, you know? it wow. is a little different, but it is technically on the uh, on the same continent. So it is part yeah. of Africa. When you think of the Southern strategy and Confederate. You don't really think Miami, you know? Or Johannesburg, right. apparently. Uh, so, yeah, do you want to start in uh, Tanzania or, or South Africa? What do you think, Pamela? Your choice. All right, let's do South Africa. I I like this story. All right, so this source of outrage comes to us from, as we talked about, Johannesburg, South Africa, where a craft brewing company called Vale Brew came under fire for having sexist beer names like Easy Blonde, Ripe Redhead, Filthy Brunette, and Raven Pora. And according to the article, Pora is a disparaging way to refer to a Portuguese woman. Uh, only they can call themselves poras. You, <laughs> and you can't say well, no. poorer. That's even yeah, worse. you have to can't say with a hard R. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, they, but they took it a step further. So then they had these taglines, like the filthy brunette beer was marketed with the tagline, when gushing and moist are used to describe something, then you know. <laughs> Which I don't I get what they're trying to do here, but gushing and moist is more likely to describe a wound infection. You also, know? that's yeah. the most offensive part of all of this to me, that they use the words gushing in the M word, which I can't. I don't want my <laughs> beard to be moist, by the way. <laughs> moist sounds like something that's spoiling. Right. And boy, is the tagline for the easy blonde, she goes down easy? Please tell me it is. No, you should be higher than though. There, you're, yeah. You should be, dude, submit an application right goes now. Goes down easy, we'll make all your friends jealous. The tagline was for easy blonde was all your friends have already had her. Oh, I was close. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have not looked at this beforehand at all. I, I know I really didn't. Like, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. I, I also think gushing and moist. I think it's Ugh. redundant because if something's gushing, it's already mo- like you've already way past moist. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's they're two different words. I feel like for people who hate the M word, this now needs a trigger warning because you've said it seventy four times. Okay, we're gonna well <laughs> when we do the is introduction. This, is, this, wait, is you just is that one of your words? Oh God, like nails on a chalkboard. More, the word moist. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate okay. it. I have a friend. This is true. She used to hate the word creamy. <laughs> if you use the word creamy around her, she'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, I don't hate that uh, word, but I I understand based it's on the same how I feel kind about of the thing. Yeah, 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 you guys are uh, your soul sisters based on your triggering yeah. uh, adjective words of <laughs> precipitation or what would that be humidity? Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's the, it's the wetness. They don't the wetness. Want. Yeah, nope. anti wetness. <laughs> no, no. Wait, I, uh, can you use if, if we use other forms of the word? Is it okay if yeah. people use like moisture, or moistness? Yeah, those don't bother me for <laughs> some reason. Even a word. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Moisturizer. So who, who's mm-hmm. you just said it in a kind of a creepy way with full eye contact? But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's mad about this, by the way? Well, uh, a lot funny of people. You ask. <laughs> a lot of people. Craft beer blogger Thandy Gooey Hermy is one of the people who's mad about it. Well, her name offends me more than any of the beer names. Okay, that's fucking. I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> she called it crass, sexist, misogynistic, and said Vale Brew should be quote absolutely ashamed of yourselves unquote. Ooh, cool. burn. What uh, street in Bushwick is this blog based on? <laughs> I know. It's- <laughs> It's the same people. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is, the company issued a first apology, which they deleted. Yes. But the first apology was the best apology. That's my favorite part of this: that they deleted and then doubled down. 
Oh, really? Yeah, right? In the article, didn't they like delete it? And then they were like, no, we're sticking maybe, with you know, it. Maybe they heard our show because I know you, you you always bitch about people apologizing. Was I wrong? Am I wrong? I thought that's No, they did the exact opposite. So what I they wish do? they did that. What did they do? Their first apology did double down and then they fucking backed oh, off. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Oh. So yeah, they doubled down and then later they did a real apology. Oh, but you fucking pussy. I was I, I liked the tactic of being like, no, we're into it. What we did was cool. Like, fuck you. What? Right. Um... What did they say in their apology? What okay, was the so the first deleted apology, the, the first apology they deleted yep. was, uh, our attempt at making you and ourselves uncomfortable worked. However, we never meant to belittle or degrade you. If those keyboard crusaders want to carry on, feel free. Ooh, keyboard crusaders. I love that because there's like eight triggering little fucking words in there for people, yeah. like uncomfortable and all that. Yeah. And then, so you said they deleted that and then they said like, just kidding, we're actually sorry. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. They were like, let's sit down and have a real conversation about how we hurt people. Fuckers. They're like, they 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 looked at the social media maelstrom. They're like, fuck you, we're gonna double down. Then the the maelstrom kept coming, like, all right, fine, shit. So their second apology was uh <sighs> so disappointing. This is um, so disappointing. What was it? Uh pledging they moved it, they removed a sexist label branding immediately. They also promised to redesign inclusive branding for our products that stays true to our brand and consider society at large. We were insensitive and wrong, for which we apologize unreservedly. You obviously had reservations with the first apologies you this is clearly wrong. And like we take full accountability for our actions and we plan on making things right. What makes me mad is like clearly they knew this was like pretty sexist. Like it was pretty disgusting, but then they had to pretend like they didn't know. That's what's concerning to me. Yeah. Like, I appreciate you doubling down. You clearly knew what you were doing. And I thought it was offensive, but like, double down. Beer right. names are always kind of risque, though. Like, there's a beer called, like, The Dead Guy. There's a beer called Heller High Watermelon. By the way, both great beers. But, like, <laughs> um, yeah, like, beer names are always envelope pushers. So I don't, I didn't, I heard those names and I was like, yeah, aren't there, uh, like, a lot of beers that do that kind of shit? I, I don't understand why people are so, like, they think this is out of the ordinary. Yeah, Especially a fucking beer it. blogger, too. I, feel, I, I don't understand that you can't refer to non-specific women in a, in a generic context in a sexual way. I don't understand the offense of that. Like, you can't refer to a specific woman in a sexual way in, a, in like, at work, you know? But, like, if you're, like, if you have a relationship with that person, it's fine. And I don't understand that, in general... Calling like a non-specific women woman referring to them as like a sexual object. I don't understand how that's offensive. Like people will do that for in gen- generically for many people. They're gonna be like a hunk. They're gonna be like a sugar daddy. Like all these terms are are archetypes of people. I thought the titles of the beers, beers, beer, whatever, was very not like not offensive. What yeah. were they again? It was like blonde, easy blonde, easy. Like I've referred to dudes as easy blondes. That is not necessarily about women. I didn't hate the titles. It's just the taglines were like, come on. <laughs> yeah, the uh, when gushing and wait, could, are, is this because of the moist? Is it still? Are you still bitter? I don't about know. That? I don't know that I can separate the feelings. On yeah, that. I mean, look, I don't know if a vagina joke is necessarily the right place for a beer ad, but at the same time, I think there are much worse things they could have said. And I, I don't really, I'm just not really that on board with people being upset. My about brain this. is not going to like what could be more offensive. Like the easy oh, blonde tagline was, "All your friends have already had her." It's Creating a hypothetical yeah. woman that your friends have all banged, which there is no such woman, and there is no—I no, don't understand. Like, what are who? Who is it offensive to? You can't. You create a hypothetical th- situation. It, it's offensive to easy blonde women. <laughs> I guess. Uh, like, is that what we're and as at? an easy blonde? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm really. 
I don't like. I, I think it's. I don't like. Everyone wants to just jump to like, oh, this is sexism. But like, we have to think about there. There is a time and a place where things are appropriate, and is creating a hypothetical archetype that doesn't name anyone specific, and it's just like, is this the kind of a, a, a fun beer inappropriate? Well, name? I think that generalizing is something that's apparently offensive these days. Anyway, I think uh, it's one of those sort of things you're not supposed to do. But I don't, again, I don't see the offensiveness with beer titles really all that much. So let me ask after. Hey, there's a chick that you and your friends have boned. In general, audience, <laughs> fuck you on behalf of this non existent hypothetical yeah. archetype. I see what you're saying. So what happened after the. Um, the apology. Did they change the beer names or change the taglines or what was the response? Yeah, yeah they took to this? it out immediately. And here's what the worst part, the funniest part is they invited Van Brew invited women who called out the campaign's inherent sexism to meet and discuss a more rewarding outcome, oh. which garners positive sentiment rather than diver, divisive dissonance. The beer's on up if you agree to meet. They invited basically, do you have no sense of humor and are just a social media <laughs> justice warrior? Come in one same room and it's going to be fun. Like It's going to be the worst party ever. This actually sounds in a way kind of creepy. It's like, hey, ladies, you were mad at us. Why don't you come here and have a drink? <laughs> I would go for the free beer, though. Yeah. So what are they going to change the names to? Like, this is our non-gender binary <laughs> ale. <laughs> Inclusion beer. <laughs> Women's empowerment Trigger beer. Trigger warning beer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I, that's a good name for beer, actually. I would totally drink <laughs> kind that. Kind of is. Yeah. So but this what, is what do you think about Pamela about is it do you think it's is it offensive to women if you if you just create a hypothetical archetype and name a product that I think the names itself weren't offensive the I think the taglines like a little bit I could see women being like a little offended about that Yeah like the, the modifying yeah. adjectives are usually what gets people like so, so I'm pissed somebody off the other day because they used the term fat girl in a conversation mm-hmm. uh, and apparently you're not supposed to say that anymore uh, I don't know what you're supposed to say. I don't know the word. I just I used it and people got mad at me because then you know, Nikki's like, you're calling all women fat and you're generalizing all the fat girls. And I'm like, that's not what I was going for. But like, sure. I don't get it. If, if a beer's name is wife beating asshole, if there was some beer named wife beating asshole, I wouldn't. Am I supposed to be offended I by that? I think there would be man? outrage though because then it'd be like, are you, make, are you laughing at the fact that men beat women? You're wrong. Lots of rage. What right. if it, well, actually, so, yeah, there's still women involved in that one. What one? There's no oh, women. Oh, right. Uh, Take a women dickle- out. Uh, 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 pre-ejaculating, <laughs> um, insensitive, uh, privileged white man. Brute. How about uh, white man? I- incel beer or white trash beer or uh, you know trailer trash. Yeah, I feel like I drink that and people would be really excited about it. So you're right in that <laughs> sense. Yeah. So is like it if there's some thing? beer with some sh- shitty ter- term for a general man, I wouldn't. I like it wouldn't occur to me to be offended by it. Am, am I supposed to be offended? Uh, should I? What's the? Is it because women are generally um, women are, have been a second class citizen? Yeah, I think gender, right now so there's now like there's a, a movement of like let's actually have these conversations about how shitty sometimes women are being treated or mm-hmm. the way we're talked about in things. So I think there's like we're almost switching and like coming up with our fists up all the time, like ready to fight because there has to be a change That's what in the narrative. About. I feel like if there weren't that issues on a larger scale, maybe we wouldn't get mad at some of the smaller stuff. Is that fair? Yeah. So definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I, I, oh, I mean, totally, this is a stand. It's hard to push a good things. thought out just now. It yeah. took a lot no, of work. That was good. That was a good job. Thank that you. That was good. I need to drink now. <laughs> you want to drink? No, I'm okay. <laughs> You sure? Yeah, in a few minutes. You don't want an easy blonde, uh, whatever. I actually want an easy blonde if you have one. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you also want a beer? Hey? Huh? <laughs> hey, oh. Okay. Uh, as far as the verdict goes in this one, I, I can't get on board with this outrage, man. I just can't. I got to go fake outrage. I just, it's, right, it's beer. Right, yeah. It's beer. It's an industry that's known for being risque. It's, and also, too, this might also just be outrage marketing, which we've talked about before in the show, where they might have just done this to see how far they could push it to see if they can get people mad to get a fucking BuzzFeed article written about them or some shit. So I, I got to go fake outrage in this one. Pamela? I'm still thinking. Okay. I'm, uh, well, I think I, I'm going fake outrages. Oh, God. So even if she goes legit, figure. we're just going to look like sexists. <laughs> Crap. I'll go somewhere in the middle. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> so men win like they should have anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But so I think what we're going to do is we're going to take the uh, that Africa story, we're going to compare it to this Africa story, and then people are going to understand what we do on this show better. Because once in a while, we, we, we do we do stories that really jump out. And this one, this story, when I say it to you, this this didn't jump out either way it jumped out at me. But let me so let me say what happened down in uh, Tanzania, Africa here, uh, which is a few countries north of South Africa. That was pretty, pretty unintentional, by the way, that we, we did two African stories today. This uh, happened where a uh, woman, a 26-year-old woman named Amina Raphael Mabinda, which is a, that's an African name if I ever heard one, she was arrested, uh, well, her and her husband were arrested because he was accused of stealing someone's bed. And she was very pregnant, whatever the last trimester is, and she's like, hey, like, I'm, you know, going to pop any day now. Like, rather than holding me here, can you bring me to, like, a hospital instead? And the cops were like, uh-uh. And then she ended up giving birth on the front lawn of the police station. <laughs> At least they didn't separate her from her child after that, then. <laughs> you're going to get topical with it, yes, Sandy. But I do also, the visual of a woman screaming, giving birth on the front lawn of a police station is... uh. It sounds like something that would happen in like one of those like low budget late nineties comedy movies. You know what I mean? Right. It's such an absurd thing to talk about. And so obviously people are pretty upset about this. A lot of human rights groups and women's groups are mad. The uh woman named Helen Kijo Pazimba from the uh Legal and Human Rights Center said, quote, How can someone be arrested for a penal infraction committed by someone else? Unquote. But was she arrested or was she just hanging yes, out in the front lawn? Yes, she was lawn? legit arrested. But why was she in the front lawn then? I guess that's where they took her to pop the baby out because they didn't want to get the, uh, the placenta juices. on the fucking cell bed. I'm just left bed. with so many questions. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of details in this one. I really wanted to do this story just because I thought it was very absurd. This is one of those ones where it was actually kind of hard to find information on. There aren't that many. Uh... So the husband stole a bed. They arrested the woman. <laughs> they arrested both people, I think. At least I oh. hope they did. They'd be fucked up if, if it was just her. Also, was, how did he steal a bed? She was uh, she was aiding and embedding. Hey, embedding? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, like you waited for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, how do you steal a bed? Like, was it like an Ikea bed still in the box and he just like threw it in the back of his truck? I don't know. Are beds different in Africa? Was it like cushions? Was it? I don't think beds are that different in Africa. Why can't you steal a bed? You can steal a bed. That's a lot of effort, though. I mean, you have to know somebody behind the scenes if you're going to steal a bed. I mean, maybe there is a law on the books in Africa, like have a husband steal a bed, give birth in front lawn. We don't know. No? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't Maybe it's a tradition. Maybe I it's uh, I, <laughs> I just don't understand why she was in the front lawn. Uh, I, I just, uh, I assume it was for cleanliness and comfort. I don't know. <laughs> comfort. Yeah, no, I think it happened overnight, too. 
not during the day. I mean, not that either is better or worse than the other, but I, it was, I think it was during like an overnight shift at the police station is what I read somewhere. Yeah. I'm, okay. So I, I was, I was confused with this story because mm-hmm. what, what did you want to discuss? What was the, what was the, what <laughs> should we discuss with the story? Well, here's the thing. The reason why I chose this story is because you know, there, there's some stories where we, we, we do it because there, there's a good debate behind it. Mm-hmm. And there's other stories where it's a little bit more of a slam dunk in one direction or the other. Right. So I, I picked this one to kind of contrast with the other story that we had. Because that way when people are like, no, but like you think misogynistic things about beer, that's like the worst thing you can do. You're worse than Hitler. It's like, really? Well, here's something way fucking worse that happened. Yeah. I mean, in America, this woman would be taken to a, a hospital. Of course. And she'd be under police. So, assuming that she should have been arrested and... That's also very debatable, but assuming that she committed now, some he, crime, let's say she they thought that she conspired with her husband to steal the bed. Well, let's say she did steal the bed. Yeah. Let, let, let's say it was a crib. Let's say she was pregnant and <laughs> she stole a crib, okay? Yeah. She went into somebody's crib and stole a crib, okay? And she uh, did that. Yeah. Now, is there a chance maybe that they thought that she was fucking around? She's not really. And she pregnant. just didn't want to be arrested, and she was like, "No, I'm pregnant." Like, oh, bring playing the, the pregnancy card. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't born yesterday, Miss. I know you. I've seen a beer gut when I in my day. Yeah, that's the only possible plausible deniability the cops have, and it's not a good case. But you even know? then, when her water broke, could they've been like, "You shoved a balloon up there, <laughs> like a water." We know you planned for this. Yeah, th- th- that's the only the only plausible deniability. But yeah, this one I do think is definitely a little bit more of a slam dunk in the uh, in, in in the Black Lives Matter slash Women Lives Matter direction. I would say this is pretty pretty, pretty legit outrage. I yeah. would say. Uh, I mean, the moral of the story is don't marry someone that's gonna steal it that that doesn't have a bed, a and that needs yeah. to steal a bed <laughs> to get a bed. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, You're right. The other thing, too, that I thought was was fucked up that I wanted to touch on was that the quote with the, well, how can you be arrested for somebody else's crime? And, right. and that, that is one thing that I think is super fucked up that I think people don't realize happens a lot in a lot of parts of the world and probably even some parts of this country still is where you can just get accused of something or accused of being a small part of something and get a similar punishment. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, like, if you're, if you're like all in a car, you're all clearly in on something. Like if if you're everyone's in a car and someone robs someone and you're in that car, I can see them being like, you can't just be like, oh no, I was just in the car. What are you talking about? I, Accessory I, you know. to the crime is the term you're looking for. They're probably all in on it together. So I understand the the logic of some of that, or or you know, aiding and embedding, and um, you know, assisting someone in evading and helping them plan. Well, the here, crime. here's the thing too. Maybe there's a law there that like if you steal a bed and you're sleeping in the stolen bed. <laughs> And you're contributing to the crime. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I mean, there are two issues here. One, that she was arrested for a man's offense, like Mm -hmm. him, his illegal stuff, which in other countries, as you said, totally happens. Yeah. But then it's one thing to get arrested, but like, at what point did they just make her give birth on the front lawn? Well, they they, they didn't make her. She did it to them. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) She chose to give birth. Yeah. Then and there. Women's bodies have a way of shutting things down. Oh, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I, so yeah. What I, I think is funny is I think the, the timing of this, I think was more than a coincidence. Like they were about to have a baby. They had no bed. And the guy's like, fuck it. I need to get a bed. So you're about to burst. We can't, we, we can't have the baby sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And that's you, how babies are born. They burst. <laughs> Just yeah, burst I imagine too. If it's somebody who had to steal a bed, that this wasn't the nicest neighborhood. But that's sort of neither here nor there to the actual story. 
I just that sucks for them that they were in a position in life where they had to steal furniture. I've never been that poor. Uh, maybe that's just my privilege talking. I've ever been so poor where I've been like, yeah, I need a chair. I'm gonna steal one. <laughs> I'm going over. But we know so many know. people who've been like, yeah, I need furniture. Let's walk around and find things on the curb. Mm-hmm. Well, see, in New York, that's dangerous because of fucking bed bugs. Yeah. Other well, yeah, parts yeah. of the country. Doesn't that's, mean we don't know people who have done it. Oh no, I, that's absolutely <laughs> my favorite chair that I ever owned was somebody that was it was given to me by uh, like one of my friend's uncles. Like, hey, I'm throwing out all my furniture, and my buddy was like, dude, you said you were looking for a chair, and it was an amazing chair to sit in and, and game with. Okay, and so like that's the thing. Like, but that that never I've never stolen never stolen a chair. Okay, I mean you're also not in Africa where. Right. Their poverty is a lot worse. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. You're a white, you're so a white yeah, man. Yeah. That's the closest I've ever, I, I, I checked it up front, by the way, you'll notice in that segment. But yeah, I, that's the closest I ever came. I don't know if that's rambling. So yeah, this one is pretty much a slam dunk, legit outrage. Uh, right. Legit. Yeah. Panel. Outrage. Okay. Outrage. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So this, this comes to uh, the, the most fun part of the show where we always let our guests, Pamela Ray, is there anything you're currently outraged about? Here in the world that you want to let some steam off on? Oh my god, just like so many things. I should have thought about this beforehand. Yeah, I keep going back to that lady at the airport because that's like the thing I'm just like most outraged about. But I... You know what? No, I want to hear this. You want to hear the story? I want to hear what happened to you at the airport. Okay. Okay. So, well, Tourette's is like not super noticeable for me anymore. When I fly, it gets a little bit worse. And Mm -hmm. so Delta's policy is if you need pre-boarding, you can pre-board. Like they don't make you prove that you have something wrong with you. So sometimes when Tourette's is more noticeable, I'll pre-board just uh, so I can like <laughs> get into my cozy little window seat and like, you know, go to sleep. You're so, a window person? I am a window person. Yeah, I'm a window yeah. person too. Because otherwise when we're landing and I don't know that we're going to touch the ground, I'm terrified if people have closed their windows. I have to be able to see where we are and what's going on. You know, because of your small size, <laughs> uh, coach is like first class for most people. Yeah, you I don't mind. Like I, although I will tell you that I bought myself a little present and everyone's been making fun of me. My legs dangle in airplane seats because I'm too short. And so I bought a blow up footstool You're for longer so flights. so fucking lucky. <laughs> because my legs don't hit the ground. And it sucks to have your legs dangle for six hours. So I bought a little footstool, but people think it's hilarious. I told another comedian and all of a sudden I was heading to LA a few weeks ago and I was getting text messages being like, just fucking take a picture. Take a picture (laughs) of your little legs dangling there with your footstool. Um, So I went to go pre-board and this rich white woman who was waiting in line to board for first class loudly goes, what's wrong with you? Holy shit. And I was like, excuse me? Because I like, I was like, first of all, are you kidding me? She goes, what's wrong with you? And I like, at this point, I realized she was talking to me. And I go, I'm sorry. How old was this woman? Probably in her 60s. Okay. Not that old. This doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, not that old. And I looked at her and she goes, what's wrong enough with you that you get to cut me? (laughs) And I kept my cool because I literally was on my way to go speak about like, how we don't treat people like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, sometimes you can't tell when somebody has a disability. And she goes, you don't fucking look disabled. Get to the back of the line. And I like, I wanted to be like, somebody hold me back. And I looked at her and I was like, again, like you can't tell I have Tourette's. I board early. And she goes, this girl's lying. About, and like started like gathering other people. I've like wow. never experienced anything she like tried it. She to mutiny you in the fucking she did, and she goes, line. And she's laughing at me and shaking her head. And at this point I lost my cool, which is pretty rare for me. And I looked at her and I go, stop being a bitch. Yes. And then I boarded. Uh, and I saw her take a photo of me. So I took a picture of her. Wait, so so when, when you said stop being a bitch, she just backed the fuck no, up? No, she laughed. 
And I got on the plane and I was like, wish I would have called her a cunt. Wait, <laughs> like, the Delta people, they didn't weigh in here? No. And so that's actually, I think, what's making me one of the most mad parts because I wonder why Delta was like not able to stop a first class passenger. No, they, they, were, they were in earshot, I'm assuming, the, right? I, it, they were in between her and I. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because so yeah. like- I had already swiped my boarding pass. She was yelling this at me from about like, as far away as you are. Um, so like 10 feet away. Here's my thing in general about flying is because I always get, I mentioned I've never flown first class. I always get like cheap seats. I always get like the bullshit discounted Travelocity, you know, whatever. Experience. I don't care because, you know, you get the same place anyway. And it's, it always was weird to me. People who were like eager to board the plane first because right. it's like, dude, you're just spending more time on well, the, the plane. Well, the only thing I see is that sometimes they run out of overhead space now and none of us check bags anymore. So that's the only like. Oh, you know, they actually there's a new type of ticket that me and my poor friends afford. Yeah. The the basic ticket. Yeah, yeah. Which I use, and I'll be honest with you, I did it once and fucking loved it because the ticket was like way cheaper than what the next level up would have been. And yeah, okay, I check my bag for twenty five bucks, but then I don't have to deal with the overhead bullshit. I sold my backpack and I'm good. And so like that, you know, that's how you solve that problem. I struggle with first class passengers who think they're better than everybody else. Like more often than not, you're first class because you fly a lot because nobody loves you and you got upgraded. <laughs> yeah. White lady. I hate her. She's already been, flying first class. Just, just, just I, relax. Woman. I want to hit her in her face. Yeah. I, have, I so Love I'm it. in a uh, Facebook group for uh, platinum Delta People, like people who fly a ton in Delta, I snuck in before I had status. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. And I posted a whole rant about this. And I was like, I feel like I've seen them be like, why is this person boarding early with a photo? And I was like, do you guys think that your behavior made it so this woman felt like she could respond to me like that? Uh, And then I- Wait, you insulted the group that you're in? I did. With a lovely lesson built in. I did it in a really kind, loving way. But yeah, 100% I did that. Uh, And like a hundred of them were like, oh my God, you're right. I'm so sorry. Because I posted the whole story. And I think I worded it as like, I wonder if when we're questioning people who are boarding early, we're creating like a society where it's okay to get in someone's face about them boarding early. And I was like, and I'd like to think (laughs) we can just assume goodwill moving forward. Um, so so uh, yeah. set, set in the scene here, you were, I'm assuming, swiping in and she was the next person in line? No. So there was lines already, but they call people who pre-board, but yeah. you have to essentially walk around the lines to then go in. Oh. So she saw it happen. So she was in like the first like the She first was first line. in line for priority. So it was an extra 20 seconds of if her life? that. Wow. And they have to wait a certain amount of time anyway for pre-boarding, so she wasn't going to board early. See, that's it's somebody- already amazing when you have first class. It is so great. Yeah. <laughs> There's no advantage to then really going on first. The real thing is, the, the, the most important part, Phil, of going on first is then you get to sit down, have your champagne, while you watch all the losers walk back to coach. Right. That's the best part. And of her it. behavior was the equivalent of tripping me and By being way, like, you are a loser. I, if, if I ever get on a flight and I see you in first class, I am going to dump your champagne on you as I'm oh, walking back 100%. to my shitty cheap seat. Yeah. My middle seat. I'm going to call the flight attendant and be like, uh, excuse me. This that, peasant. Yes, this <laughs> peasant has... Uh, has Soiled There's my a man outfit. in the front who actually snuck onto the airplane. I feel unsafe. Yeah. That's what <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, ma'am, this man is. Uh-huh. I just was a victim of a hate crime. Obviously, <laughs> this guy, man obviously is a white supremacist. I'm like, man, Phil has a shaved hair, I, head cut. I'm like, right yeah, now. this man is brown. Why'd you let him on the plane to begin with? <laughs> like, this is fucking. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should fucking do that one day. Like, book the same flight on it's purpose. It's a fun way for both of you to with. get arrested. It'll, it'll be, no, it'll be fun for me. He's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> off the plane. And, uh, no, You're right, because if they kicked you off, huge lawsuit. Huge. 
No, yeah, I'm I'm the brown person, the victim you're of hate first crime. First class, and you're, too. and you're a doctor too, which that that played part. Remember that guy that got dragged oh, off the plane like yeah. a year ago? He sued for a lot of money, I do believe. Uh, yeah, that that was that was pretty gruesome. Anyway, yeah, I I, I don't know. Flying's a weird thing, and I'm doing it in a few weeks, so I'm, I've been amping my brain up because I don't really like flying that much. I'm I'm going to Florida for a couple of days. It's gonna be awesome. Probably not though. I don't know. Where we'll in see. Florida? Uh, St. Pete. Okay. Yeah, because that's where you want to go in fucking July is. I hate flying too, but I do it every day. <laughs> that sucks. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to, to end. You hate flying. I hate flying. Sandeep loves flying because he's <laughs> he's got that platinum pass Getting there. First class. All asshole. right. Uh, so thank you for listening to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Fake Outrage Rept. Email us at the Fake Outrage Report at gmail.com. Call us assholes or sexist or terrorist or Whatever you would like to do, give us a good review on iTunes if you have 30 seconds of your life to give us. And you can follow Pamela Ray online at Pamela Ray. Uh, uh, oh, no, it's Pamela Laughing at Twitter, Instagram, all of those things. There we go. And before we go, Sandy- nope, it's Pamela Comedy. <laughs> Sorry, I've changed it eight times, but that's sticking. It's, it's Pamela, Pamela Comedy. Comedy. Okay. And I'm not going to get that wrong again, probably. Pamela, who gets priority boarding. Jesus. Maybe you should change your name to Pamela Priority Boarding. I am going to just make a shirt that says that <laughs> with that woman's face on the back. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, if you're going to steal a bed, maybe just steal an air mattress. It's a little easier. <laughs> Definitely. But then you'd have to steal the, the inflatable uh, machine thing, too. Right. Or you can just kind of blow it. You can just have your pregnant wife blow it up. <laughs> Sounds beautiful.